the best way to put this. Um, I have always considered myself, regardless of the changes that were made, I've always considered myself to be Gen X. Mm-hmm. Be- because we grew up, we grew up being told we were Gen X. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Um. So then they kind of adjusted the Gen X and the millennial thing, right? Right. And so then they say that people born 1980 or earlier are Gen X. Gen X. And that people born after 1980 are millennials, right? And so I've always kind of had an issue with that because I'm like, well, no, I identify more as Gen X, even though I, because I was born in February of 1980, right? Right. Elder millennial. And, well, geriatric millennial, yeah. Uh, but, uh, Ryan, you were born in what, May of 80? May of 81. May of 81, yeah. And I was February of 81. Yeah. So technically, the two of us are millennials. Right. Yeah, and normally I'd be like, well, that's stupid. We're all born within five months of each other. But then when we try and use our computers. I'm recording. <laughs> all Thanks, of a Rick. sudden I realize <laughs> there is a generation gap between us and Rick. I might be a boomer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you might be. <laughs> Big boomer energy. That somehow those couple you know, of months I know, really made the difference there. I'll say that that's true. My <laughs> skills are not amazing, but I am doing the exact same thing I do every single week that works. Usually, that's kind of the problem. No, but like <laughs> it's worked. It's worked most of the time. I, I clicked on the link for this Zoom and it would not open. That's all I can say. And I think no, the internet issues. I understand. That's what my grandma oh, says. Why is this too. so? Why is my? Oh, hang on. No, just like everything's like really loud on my. No, sure. Yeah, it's, the music's too loud. No, we get it. My, the audacity. <laughs> the, the, the audacity, audacity sir. I don't know. It's really – how do I – oh, wait. Yeah, <laughs> uh, Maybe that's – oh, that's better. There we go. You're okay. really helping me with this case. I'm recording. <laughs> Thank Are you, Are you Rick. sure? Yes. Because <laughs> you said that last time. Well, last time <laughs> I had some internet issues. And then when I came back, everything was frozen. All right, well – Here's our new format podcast about music. Bill yeah. rocks his shorts version 2.0. And the new format is if we're going to have these uh, four things to do in a month, Bill can't be on his phone when we do them. Good call. <laughs> but you know how us millennials are. Yeah. <laughs> <sighs> All right. Okay. Bill, we assigned you an album to listen to. Yes, you did. This album was the self-titled album from Boston. Not the city, the band. The band Boston. That is correct. Who I did watch recently a comedian who talked about the band. He's like, the balls of them to name themselves Boston. After He's like, that's almost as bad as America. And they're from (laughs) Canada. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So there's a band named America? Yeah, maybe we'll get to it. You never know. You've heard one of their songs before. Well, I've heard one song by pretty much everyone. Hey, how many Boston songs have you heard before? Before you heard this? One. Oh, okay, cool. You think you've heard at least one song by almost everyone? <laughs> <laughs> I can't. That can't be true. And actually, I think <laughs> we've proven that on this podcast. No. <clears throat> what band had I never heard one song of theirs besides maybe Metallica? Metallica. Pink Floyd. 
No, I knew I knew Pink Floyd. You did. Well, I, I had think, heard Money before. I think um, there are songs that you'd heard that you didn't know by were by the oh, bands. Yeah. Yep, yeah, for sure. Yeah. All right. Well, anyway, so Boston. I just picked this because Boston. I, I was trying to. I was. I don't know when this is going to come out, but I wanted mm-hmm. to throw this in a nice November, maybe, because I thought that we've given you some things that are kind of. This seems easy. This isn't really outside huh. the box thinking. It's just kind of a thing. And okay, let's get into it. Let's get into it. <laughs> Track number one, More Than a Feeling. Now, this is the song you've heard before, Bill. Spoiler alert. This is the song <laughs> I've heard. Let's talk about this song for a minute. More than a feeling. What do you what do you feel when you hear this song? I feel more. This song is <laughs> like it's such a mood setter. Do you think? Okay. It, yes. It, it, it really yeah. gives you a feeling of like I mean, even the song is about that. You know, it's like I woke up, it turns music on, and just like start my day, and then you know, I mean it's like that's what's happening. That's how I feel about right. it. And this is like their song, right? I mean, this is like the song that people think of when they think of Boston. Yeah, probably. So this has the most plays on Spotify, 735 million. Um, and that's more than seven times the next highest played song. Yes. Right, right. Yeah. yeah. Um, do you like this song, Bill? Yeah. Okay, good. So that's that's it. Okay, next track, I guess. <laughs> yeah, it's fine. <laughs> Track Everyone two. knows this song. <laughs> Peace of mind. All right. I want to get okay. in. Okay, yo, go ahead. My reaction. So, again... Turn this album on. More than a feeling comes on. I know this song. I like this song. I've heard this song. Right. Peace of mind. Never heard this before. Okay. Yep. And it is very similar in sound to more than a feeling. And so I'm sort of like, I don't dislike it, but I'm like, okay, we're in for one of these rides that is like more the same, more the same. And it's like, my my sort of feeling of this song is what my dread was going to be for the whole album is I'm like, oh, it's going to be like more than a feeling, only I don't know the words and can't recognize the tune, but it sounds the same. <laughs> okay, but now when we talk about sounding the same, like it's not the same. It's different, right? Um, and you have to look at a band of, like where they were when they made this album, like as a band not physically in the world, just like what were they doing? This is what their sound was at that time. I mean, you, you can recognize you listen, like 
all those songs we listened to by Jars of Clay sounded this well. That doesn't wait. Which band was the one that had all the dumb, the dumb different kinds of music? All who had the rapper in it? DC Talk. Yeah, that band sucks. That was different. But like <laughs> Jars of Clay was like, I get it. This album's like it sounds like though all the songs are they have the same vibe to them, the same mm-hmm. feel. You know, it, when you dig into someone's catalog you can kind of be like, oh, they're a one-trick pony. But it's hard to do that on an album. Sure. Right? Um, but but these two songs have like the same tempo and the same kind of drums and power lead guitar and the same octave range for the, the vocals. Which is also a very 70s vibe, right? I mean, this is... I mean, I guitars. don't know. Right, yeah. You probably didn't know this was from the 70s. Where you probably thought it was last week it came out. This was a new release <laughs> Friday. Um, all right. Let, let's wait till the next song to talk about the next thing. Song is foreplay slash long time. Track number three. I love that this song is called <laughs> foreplay slash long time. So got this song actually in sounds there. very different. Sure. Yeah. I mean, they do jump into the but huge guitar riffs halfway do, after the it, acoustic guitar. But it's got acoustic guitar in it. It has that synth lead in. It was pretty pretty varied. So, I liked it. So I'm going to let Ryan take this for a second because I think I know what he's going to say. Ryan, how do, you, how do you feel about this album so far? What's, what's the like one it. thing that stands out to you the most? Just the... The rock and guitars. That's your thing? I, dang. You really you really failed me, Ryan. I think, you were going to say the like vocals, the like, ah! No, no, I wasn't. I was going <laughs> to say the production. The, mm. produ- the way this production album is good. sounds compared to like a lot of 70s things is amazing. Like this song, this is the cleanest. That's why I think More Than a Feeling is such a cool song because it just is like, it's just in your face and mm, clean. Yeah. And what's it interesting about it is so – there's a guy named Tom Schultz, and he's from this band, Boston. Okay. okay. He was an MIT student slash – I think he graduated from MIT. He's like a super genius. He mm-hmm. plays all the instruments on this album. He does everything. He okay. doesn't sing. Interesting. I mean, he might sing some of it, but he's not the lead singer. Um, yeah. <clears throat> he also built his own studio, and all the weird noises and stuff, he built machines to make – like, this is ground up. Like, he made his own – Music. Who sounds like Boston before Boston? There's bands like it now. They're like, yeah, lots of bleeps and bloops. Um, what's his name in the bleep blops? They're probably yeah. like that. <laughs> um, but like, I think it's pretty crazy for a guy to be like, let me invent this music. And I guess he wasn't even like a music guy. He was just like, I could do this. And he started doing it. And this is what he came up with. It was like, music crazy. is easy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right. What's next? Oh, uh, I can't believe you don't listen to Deedly in the Bling Blongs. Right, yeah, those guys. <laughs> Track number four, Rock and Roll Band.
All right, so this old Hyannis. I like this song, but it's a little corny. It's a very mm-hmm. se- it's a very seventies theme of like we're a rock and roll band and we're right. tour- and interesting fact. I, f- I actually so cards on the table. I actually heard a podcast about this album kind of recently from a guy mm-hmm. who's I like his opinions and respect him as a person to listen to on a podcast. <laughs> oh, it was me. <laughs> nope. Um, <laughs> and I think he was saying that actually Boston when they released this album, they got real big, but they had never played live together before. Mm. And then they had to go out on tour. So he wrote this song. They weren't actually a band. They had never been on the road together. They had never <laughs> even played the music together, which is because he did it all in his basement and he'd, he'd have his buddy come over and sing. That's so all it's it was. Rock and roll fan fiction. It's, it, it is, it's a song called, what's it called? Rock and roll fantasy. What's it called? No, that's rock and bo- roll band. Oh yeah. Cause rock and roll fantasy is a bad company song, I guess. Yeah. Um, there's someone else that did that um who like played all their well well there's a lot of people that. that do that yeah that's my brother who, that's, did that too. that's like, who we were thinking of no yeah. my my brother and his friend made an album where they did all the instruments and then they started getting requests to go play and they were like uh we better hire some guys and teach them how to play our music <laughs> right yeah uh prince used to do that prince would play everything mm-hmm. um, the first foo fighters album was like that. yeah dave Grohl does has done that um there's a lot of guys like that. I mean, there's just some people that I just, you know, they have their own vision, you know? Sure. It, it probably makes for a unequal power dynamic in the band. It could. Yeah. Yeah. Unless, but then here's the thing. Like, don't you think that there's sometimes when it depends on who you get in the band, right? Oh, question. <laughs> since we're halfway through, is Boston still a thing? Are they all dead? Uh, the, <laughs> they are still a touring band, but the only original member is Tom Schultz, the guy that did everything. Okay, so it, it is one of those things. Well, like they're all expendable except him. Yeah. Well, the singer, the singer killed himself. I think back in like maybe the like not long after a couple of the albums, he's had different singers throughout. This is the mm-hmm. only album you really. There's some more songs like on other albums, but this is like the main one. Um, I saw them live actually at the winery. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. it was crazy because they had like this stage and he had this like, sp- like spaceship amplifiers huge with like, it looked like it looked like a computer at NASA in the 60s. You know, mm. it was just like because he just has all this stuff to make this sound and it sounded really good. It was cool. All right. On to the next track five. Smoke it. That feels like that juiced up rock and roll blues riff, yeah, right? right? Where it's yeah. like take that basic blues rhythm and then just kind of make it heavier on the guitar with that like rolling drum beat thing. Um, yeah, it's fun. really driven music. Uh, yeah, high tempo. Yeah. When you yeah. when someone when you hear about somebody's back to this whole smart guy making music thing, when you hear about people's college credentials. Is there any school that you're like, that's impressive? When someone says they go to Harvard, do you care? Yes. You do. And Yale, do you care? I think – I don't care as much about Yale or Columbia. I think Harvard and I think um, like Oxford, Cambridge. Which I know that Oxford – I know that Oxford – actually, that's funny that you say it because the guy that 
whose podcast I listen to, he went to Oxford and he's like, it's dumb dumbs go there too. It's no big deal. Cause there's so many offshoots of it and the, there's a lot of like programs to go in sure. and it's a whole thing. Yeah. But, um, I see it's funny cause I think, I think Harvard, but then I'm like, I don't know. Like I know there's smart guys, but there's so many like nerdy comedian guys that went to Harvard that I'm like, I'm less impressed that Conan O'Brien went to Harvard than, you know, that it, it makes it a little more seem reasonable. <laughs> Mm. But, you know? but he's a pretty smart guy. Sure, he is. But, you know. Like, you look, and, and then you think about, like, uh, Georgetown, right? Which is where, like, uh, Nick Kroll and John Mullaney and yeah. uh, Mike Birbiglia, all those guys went. Right. Um, so what I was going to say. were you going to say, oh, I love MIT. Well, MIT I, is so impressive to me. I don't love it, but I do think that, I when I think of MIT, I think it's like, that's the smart super nerds. See, and that's interesting because. MIT, I think of it as like the jock nerds because it's all engineering. It's just people that mm. build stuff. <laughs> it's it's, com- it's computer jo- programmers what? and manufacturers. Yeah, the typical it's, jock. Yeah. No, no, I not the, the typical jock. The, I love the jock. Not the typical jock. It's the jock nerd. They're, they're the jocks of nerds. <laughs> then who are the nerd nerds? The Harvard and Columbia <laughs> Yale guys. Right. Okay. The ones who go to law school and philosophy and become professors. Right. Okay. The guys who go to MIT just build rockets. If you had to, okay, let's say you had to do just something. Just build rockets. And yeah, I, well, oh, and they're all so creative. They went to, you know, Amazon's company and SpaceX and Virgin and they all built penis rockets. Let's cool, say, guys. Let's say there was going to be a, a trivia match. And if you uh-huh. if you won, you got to keep all the proceeds, and it was going to be four billion dollars. Okay, and you could call any school and say, "Give me your two best and brightest people out of it right now, and put them on my team." What school would you call? Harvard Law. That's who you'd call Harvard Law. Yep. Yep. For trivia, for general trivia knowledge. Yes. Yep. Yep. Okay. Absolutely. Okay. You'd call someone from MIT. I don't know. I just asking. I didn't have I mean, this answer. If, if the category is math, science, and building shit, yeah, I'll call an MIT. That's definitely going to be one of them. And jocks, <laughs> jocks, yeah, jocks. I said, I said the nerd jocks, the jocks of That's the nerd not world. a thing. That's an oxymoron. <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> it's like jumbo shrimp. <laughs> All right, let's go to the next track. Talk. Number six, hit your ride. Lower jam there. Check out. Shit, I forgot what it's called. It's in Portland. It's the hair place. Um, man, they've been sponsoring us for two years. What's it called? Um, uh, it's called Hairpin Salon. That's what it's called. Yeah, check out Hairpin Salon in Portland. Google it. Cool. Track number seven. What'd you think of it, Bill? I don't know. I'm so pissed that you're making fun of me for the n- jock combat. 
That one's okay. I mean, I guess every 70s, 80s band has to have their like slower ballad kind of song, right? Yeah. And it's nice that you know that it's a 70s or 80s band now. <laughs> All right. We got two more songs. Let's get through them and have your cameras on. Track number seven <sighs> Something About You. You know, doesn't this album make you feel like it's like its own mixtape of all rise? <laughs> I guess. It, <laughs> it makes me feel like if you really like more than a feeling and you in, were tired yeah. of just listening to it on repeat, you'd want to listen to the whole album, right? Right, this, which is a really good album thing. This <laughs> album is like – this album feels like the kind of album that like someone puts in while they're working on their car. Right, mm. it's something Muscle that you car play. Specifically. One of those, one of those <laughs> jock nerds. It's something you play in the background while you're doing something, right? But if you, you know, when mm-hmm. you look at the like 735 million for more than a feeling, and then it just like goes down with each track, pretty much, right? Mm. Yeah, but that happens with. But the no, thing no, is, I think there's I a th- logical reason why, and it's because. I do when too. people make playlists, they put more than a feeling on it. But the only sure, time the rest of, of these songs are listened to is when someone's listening through the album, and then it's just showing you how far people get before they move on to something else. <laughs> well, I also think that like you get an issue. That, I think that uh, Spotify numbers, it's kind of like when you look at Rotten Tomato stuff that you like to fight about is – they're a little enhanced when it comes to like more than a feeling is obviously it's going to be the most, Did you know that there's right? another but whole new podcast based on my take on this show. Like we just keep spawning ugly stepsister podcasts, but there's a new podcast called rotten tomatoes is wrong. And they just go through <laughs> rotten tomatoes reviews of movies and watch them and talk about where they got stuff wrong. Sure. I'm just telling you, we should listen to that, yeah. see what we think. Um, thanks for advertising that. Um, not a sponsor. More than a feeling, I bet was probably in a movie somewhere. I'm sure it was it's probably in, movie. in is is it you know Guardians of the Galaxy or some shit that bumps it up a lot, right? And the age, the these old bands, they're yeah only their hits are gonna right on Spotify, any yeah, kind of culture nowadays. So so it's, you know the more than a feeling should be to equal with all the other songs. <laughs> well, Cream probably doesn't have. <laughs> More than seven hundred thousand plays on their songs. It's seven hundred million. Do you know who's in Cream? No. Okay, we'll get to. We should listen to Cream. We should listen to some Cream. That's a okay. band, Bill. Okay. All right. Final Number song. Eight. Let me take you home. I felt like they were trying to this backdoor kind of song. me with some country on this one. <laughs> well, but see, when it first started, I was like, are they tuning their guitars? Bill's going to love this. <laughs> but then 
Then it went a little further. It was like, this is Dave Math. Oh, it's yeah, country. Yeah, Never mind. I did not like it. Yeah. Yeah. This song, this song sounds the most <laughs> like the Eagles. One star would not recommend. <laughs> sounds the most like what, Ryan? This Most like the Eagles to me. But not the vocals, but the music. Yeah, I don't yeah, like musical parts. I don't like ending on something that's so down. Like you, you said it was like all rise, except at the end, it's just kind of like. Meh. Sure. Well, you know, they didn't know. They didn't know the wonders of Neil Patrick Harris giving that advice yeah, yet. Exactly. All right. Well, where did we fall on I this? I think it's a nice short album, so it's a lot easier to re- <laughs> so it's, it's gotta a lot be easier good. to review than like a thirty-five track Sublime thing. Uh, <laughs> sure, but I I mean I think it starts out strong, and it's almost like these songs are almost in order of getting worse and worse and worse, and so because of that, it like. <laughs> Which that's how you should do Maybe. it, right? Front load I your mean, album. That's how you two did Joshua Tree. Uh, but I just think I was like, I was like, we didn't do Joshua Tree. <laughs> I thought you were talking no. to me, Ryan. <laughs> There's a band called You Two, Rick. <laughs> oh, I've heard of them. Um, so yeah, I mean, I thought it was okay. I, I would give it like a 52. Like I said, I think it has one or two really good songs, and it's just something that you'd kind of, if you like this sound and you were in the mood and you were working on a project, you'd play in the background. 52 Degrees puts it directly below Brothers in Arms by Dire Straits at 58, and directly above Are You Experienced by the Jimi Hendrix Experience at 50. Yeah, I mean, I think it would be typical for people to say Boston is slightly better than Jimi Hendrix, right? (laughs) <laughs> nope. <laughs> and also also I don't I'm surprised. I I think that I think you have this probably right. I think you have it right, but I don't think in your brain Boston should be below dire straits. Uh, that's how I see it. As an album. But you didn't like dire straits at all. I like more than a feeling better than any song by Dire Straits, but I like the Dire Straits album as a whole better than this album as a whole. But you didn't like his voice on any songs. I, I listened to more than just the voice. But you didn't like any of it. Shh, it made you ruined every shut song the for hell you. Up. Go back and listen. Go back and listen to that episode and tell me that you think that you gave it a better review than you gave this you Boston album just now. Have never listened because that you've did never not listened happen. to an episode of this podcast. So <laughs> I have listened to a, a couple of them. I'm not gonna listen to the last one because I don't know what that's gonna sound like, but we'll see. <laughs> yeah. Um yeah. All right. Well, we got through yeah. Boston. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I got some ideas. Are we gonna clue people into what I, we're listening to next, or keep the albums a surprise? Uh, I don't know. What do you think? I don't what know. Come think? and see how the sausage is made. Send us an email. Let us know. Miseducationofbill oh. at gmail dot com. That, that did, came out. Did right. I already? T- yeah. <laughs> have I recently told you guys the album? Because I forgot what I may have said. You did. Let's tease them this time. We, we haven't oh, yeah. really talked yes. about it. Yes, we, we're going to do an album next time we do music. We might not always tease. Sometimes we might. We'll give a little preamble here. This album that we're going to listen to is not an album that uh, I'm super familiar with. I know a couple of songs off of same. it. Same. Uh, I think Ryan's in the same Agreed. boat. And Bill obviously has no idea what any of it is. We're going to listen to Oingo Boingo. And the album is called Dead Man's Party. I thought we were listening to Grateful Dead. 
if you want to. I told oh. you we would. That'll come okay. up next time. We're listening to Oingo Boingo's Dead Oingo, Man's Party. Oingo Boingo Dead Man's Party. Yes. Okay. Um. So and and the reason I want to announce that one now is because I think that our all of our fans and listeners probably haven't heard that album. They should listen to it also. So let's all go on a journey is, together. Correct. Yeah. Up till now, everybody's heard all this stuff, <laughs> but this one, this one might be a little different. Okay. So, so listen to Oingo Boingo. Okay. We'll do. Bill, this is the only time we're going to do this. What do you think you know about I know Oingo Boingo? About Oingo Boingo. It, when are it they sounds from? sounds like a kid's band. It sounds like the Wiggles. Uh-huh. <laughs> so you'll love it. Um, I have no idea when they're from. I have no idea what kind of music they play. Uh, so I'm going to guess that it is, um, 1960s reggae music. Okay. And do you know who (laughs) the band, the band consists of? No. Let me like, could you name any people that might be in the band or anything? Okay. You sure you want to try just in case? Uh, No. Okay. Maybe is it like a Fun, side? Pro- was it? Is it someone who was famous in another band? No, I'm just asking if you know these no, answers. No, I have no idea. I've never heard of. I've never well, heard it, of Oingo it, Boingo. It would. It would probably be fun if you did. If you just like guessed. <laughs> uh, if you if you just guessed, and then we could Bill just guess guess three people you might be in this band. Okay, Elvis Presley, uh, uh-huh. Johnny Cash. Uh-huh. And um, Mick Jagger. He got pretty close to being in like a a couple of guys in the same country mm-hmm. in, in the same British? decade. But, no, I'm just saying like you picked Paul, uh, Elvis and Johnny Cash. They probably lived in the same place. So at I one was point. right when I said 60s. <laughs> oh no, you're right that Elvis was around in the okay. 60s. No, I just I'm really excited to listen to Mick Jagger, Elvis Presley, and Johnny Cash do 1960s yeah, reggae. Yeah. That'd be amazing. <laughs> that's gonna be a good album. Now, would that yeah, be that's, roots? That's reggae? why I wanted you to guess. Bill. No, that that being said, you yeah. made me guess who was in a band I'd never heard of. I know because that's that's how you do it. It's the illusion of the mind in a podcast. Now everyone got to hear you invent a band playing music that didn't exist. <laughs> With the most famous people in the world. That's fun to think about. Well, I think it about wraps it up for this week. I really want to thank all of the listeners out there. We really do appreciate you. Please take a minute to check out our socials. We are on Instagram at Miseducation of Bill. We are on Twitter at Miseducation of Bill. And please, please email us at Miseducation of Bill at gmail.com. Make sure to subscribe, rate, and like us on all of your favorite podcast apps. You can find us on all of the major apps, Spotify, Apple Music, and anywhere else you can find your podcast. A special thanks goes out to Wyatt Only and The Wreckage for letting us use their music on the podcast. You can find them on Spotify and at woatw.com. Okay, I gotta go now. Okay, we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye. Oh,
drink Cause we're 